about to have some breakfast too. Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's the Christmas edition of Friday Night Lights, which is on a Saturday. Sorry about that. But I'm with my good friends, the great Swami Odell Blocker and Willie Walls, who we see in perfect lighting, perfect perfect audio and visual. I mean, you are a very handsome man here at Christmas. How you doing, Willie? <laughs> doing fine. Doing fine. Just here for my uh, you know, partner's mother passed, so here in Boston, but uh, we've had a good time reading out of it a little bit. And his wife has been, uh, they've been gracious to me. So I've had a great time here. And I got a flat tire, which is unimpressive. So I'm waiting to get that fixed so I can go home, you know, to be, to be at my house. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, you fix your own flat tire? Are you calling AAA? AAA. No, I, I can't. It's a, It can't be repaired. And the, the new cars now, you don't have um, spares. So, you know. <laughs> You know, you don't have spares, even though I got one at home, but it's not doing me no good when I'm 390 miles away. You know, so anyway, it is what it is. So, I, mean, I will not be changing any tires on the road. Are you one of those people who are handy that way? <laughs> I promise you I won't be changing any tires. Those <laughs> have gone, <laughs> especially on Christmas Eve. Just nudge, roasting on an open fire. <laughs> Hey, shout out to Swami for keeping me up as I was driving down here because I drove down um because the funeral was Friday, uh Friday morning at 11. So him and his uncle, they kept me up because uh I drove down at 10 7 at night and then, trust me, it was a struggle bus, you know. But I got here, you know, thanks to Swami, you know, take make sure I was good, man. And they were tired the next day. They both were messed up. I'm still day. recovering, not no next day. <laughs> Do that. that is friendship. That is friendship at its finest. All right. That is the holiday friend. That's the holiday spirit, guys. All right. Let's get right to it. Let's get to the games here. Cleveland against Houston. Joe Flacco has been masterful. David and Joe, Tony Gonzalez, and John Mackey rolled into one, Willie. Tell me about this game. Amari Cooper's in a good spot. Are you in on the Browns? I am in on the Browns. I am in on the Browns. Number one. We're playing where? Indoors. Love it. No weather. Okay, number two. I'm going to tell you, you could get, I'm, I'm going to tell you my stack. This is my stack. Flacco going to Cooper and a Joku. That's my stack in this game. And I love it because it's not breaking the bank. Number two, you throwing to two guys that in the last two games has got over 22 targets. Both of them. 22 targets to where they are weak at. Listen, love this stack. Love love Flacco this week. Listen, it's a thing. I know I know I know it's pain and swarming with Mr. Flacco, but yes. I love Mr. Flacco. And if you want to run him back with Singletary, you can, but I have another back who I like a lot this from Carolina that's got up with 24 touches going against a team that's given up 5.1 yards per rushing attempt who I like in this in this uh, slate, so like I said, love the the, the three combination, uh, and it doesn't break the bank. 
I wrote it down, Willie. If you said it, I wrote it down. Swami, are you in agreement with Willie Flacco? You know what? He hasn't. He's put up, what, seven touchdowns in the last three weeks? Houston is good on defense. Last week they were very good, but it is a home. It is a game. Houston sometimes is susceptible to a bad game. Do you think Cleveland-Houston can blow up? Doc, as always, I usually recuse myself from Joe Flacco um, conversation and, and analysis, and, um, and for good reason as a Ravens fan. But I will say this. Um, from a DFS perspective, he's played um, well. Um, he's obviously that that old Flacco has showed up um, in critical moments, especially when when I've needed him to. And Jerome Ford only needed a catch for me to advance in the playoffs, and he couldn't make it happen. And then last week when we could have used, but anyway, that I digress. Doc, I think he's a a, a decent play this week. I think um, I think in him and Joku have, have been. You know, they've been rolling. They got something going. I think Cooper has started to come along. So I think for that reason, you know, just like Willie said, you know, it's, it's all signs point to going back to those guys. I feel like um, if we do that too tight end thing you were saying, Doc, I think Njoku could be a, a flex as well. So I, I'm not mad at that at all. I like the idea of two tight ends this week. I'll also say this. One, Nico Collins could play. Nico Collins against man coverage is tremendous, and he, nobody's going to have him this week. Nobody. You might be the only guy. I know Brown it was sensational last week, so I don't think Case Keenum is bad, and I'll have no problem running it back with one of those guys, but I think that's a very sneaky stack, Willie, and people are missing out if they don't play. All right, Carolina against Green Bay. I know Willie's guy. I, I, don't, I, mean, I, I mean, if it's not Chuba Hubbard, I'll be the most shot guy on planet Earth, Swami. I like Chuba. Now, Swami, let me say one other thing to you. Trevor Hillstrom has said to me that the Packers, the staff, the coaching staff, and the players are not seeing eye to eye. He's having a feeling that the Packers are going to dog it out there and dog it defensively, and Carolina's going to actually be better this week than people think. Can you buy into this game as a potential game that could be a little better than people think? Doc, I think um... – I think this year more than any year, because we've seen so many anomalies, I, I think more of that type of stuff is starting to creep in where we're almost willing to make any scenario kind of fit or kind of make sense based on some narrative. And, and I, we, we, but we have to remember, you know, the eyeball test and what we're seeing on the film and what we're seeing on the field. And it's no reason to get excited about Carolina. We just we, we just got to bring ourselves in. I get it. I I, I see why everybody kind of now wants to come up with, well, well, hey, this happened, so so this could happen. But Carolina's just not playing well enough for us to get behind them. Hubbard, I think Hubert is in a Chuba's in a good spot, but I don't necessarily, you know, I wouldn't say Carolina. I think. Um, I've even heard some folks talking about Thielen, you know, all the time he spent in mm -hmm. um, in Minnesota. Now him, you know, Green Bay's a familiar foe for him. I just, I, I just can't endorse it. I, I see where they're trying to go, but I, I, on film it says a no-go for Carolina. On the other side of the ball, you could maybe talk me into playing, you know, the Green Bay side of it, but no thanks. Willie, I know you like Chuba Hubbard. Tell me everything about him. Why I think he's going to be part of the core. Listen, you got to like somebody that's getting – I mean, this last few games, he's – listen, they have no interest of winning or whatever. You know, you can see they don't care about the score of the game. It doesn't matter. 
This boy touches the ball 24 times, and then you're going against a defense to give up 5.1 yards per carry. I'm interested. 5,700, yes. I like Hubbard a lot. I don't like the rest of Carolina. I'm talking about just Tuber Hubbard as a one-off. What about Jane Reed, guys? What about Dontavian Wicks? What about Aaron Jones? Any interest in any of those guys, or are we just saying pass? I think Carolina's defense has been better. than. I mean, their secondary is, is you, know, you know, they got their guys back. They've been better. So, I mean, honestly, this game right here, besides Hubbard for me, is a pass. Okay. I'm with you. I think Hubbard's a great play. Hubbard is a great play. I don't even care about ownership. I'm playing Hubbard. He's in my lineups. If I lose, I lose. That's how I feel about it. All right. Washington at the Giants. Oh, man. I mean, the Jets, excuse me. Swami, you were dead on with McLaurin last week. You had him. Do you like anybody in this game? Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, anybody that plays in a commander's uniform, or is this poo-poo on a stick? I like the jet side of it. Um, Doc, when I talk on the show about not sure at the quarterback position, I should have mentioned this one as well. Because I'm curious to know if the commanders, what they're going to do after that, you know, that that three and a half drives that I think um, Brissett was able to put together. Are they going to go back with <laughs> the guy somebody called Mahomes anyway? Or are they going to, you know, maybe let Brissett get back in there? And I think that would, that would make me a little bit more interested in, in somebody for the commanders. But right now, I don't think I have any interest there. Very little bit in Gibson. Um, but after they had him sharing, you know, most of the carries, I was like, eh. And then, you know, on the other side, I think Wilson's in a good spot. But you just don't know how this game is, how the Jets are going to go. They got this quarterback carousel thing that they got going on. I, I think it's some interest in Garrett from a matchup perspective. The commanders have been kind of down. And I think, um, you know, Willie showed a little interest in Brees Hall. And I think, I think he's a man of interest um, for me. Willie, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, any of your commanders, or is this a stay? You feel stay away. Brees Hall, I do have an interest in. I like the Jets' defense. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing them in season long. You know, against against this uh, command team. But Brees, listen, I know he stunk the last game. Man, they've given up 20 points. You know, multiple 20 point games to back, 30 point points to backs. They've been giving up towards that plus. The one thing that if Wilson has to play, one thing he does do is he dumps it off to Bruce Hall a lot. So, and they also give up passes to the back. So, I, I don't think, think Zach, Wilson's playing. Zach Wilson's not playing this week. Wilson is out. Oh. It's Simeon. Oh. Damn. But I'm still going to take a shot with Brees because their, their run defense sucks. So, but damn, I hope Simeon dump it down. But anyway, I do have interest in Brees Hall. I have interest. All right, you guys both, you mentioned the Jets' defense. I would think they're going to be at least 30% owned. That's a big number. I don't want to buy into 30% of the Jets, Willie. I know they're a good play. Are you going to play? No, them? no, season long. I said season long. Okay. Well, season not in DFS. Long. Yeah, I don't even know what the price is in DFS. I'll put it to you the price up. Huh? Thirty-one. Uh, no, nah, I, I I like 
I think Carolina's defense, like 2,400 or something like that. I like like somebody like that better than I would the Jets. I'm talking about season long. Season long. Okay. Swami, do you like the Jets D at 3,100? Are you going to be a chalk donkey and jump on that one? I think so because I think just – I'm not talking about the normal matchup that I talk about, but I think the matchups in this game, I think they favor what the Jets do well. And I think um, for that reason, they can kind of pressure the quarterback. They can cover on the back end. So they're going to be tough for the commands. All right, let's get to Detroit and Minnesota. I think this is a pretty good game here, guys. Um, here's my fear in this game, Willie. Jared Goff is going to see a lot of blitzing. I don't think he's nearly as good against the blitz as he is when he has time. Now, if the Detroit Lions, that offensive line, can protect him, I think he can pick him apart. But I mean, there's so many guys in play here. Laporta's in play. I would argue Josh Reynolds and Jamison Williams are in play. Amon Ross St. Brown, Montgomery, Gibbs on the other side. Mullins has been was fantastic. Chandler was special. Justin Jefferson's at 8,100. They're practically giving him to you. And TJ Hawkinson is arguably one of the top three tight ends in the league. Is this a game you're going to stack, or is this just better to watch because there's so many options here? I like the, the lower own um, facet of this game because – Number one, I was all on um, the running back for Minnesota, but not against Detroit. They're better against the run, you know, so therefore I'm not interested in that back Chandler. Now, the guy that I am interested in more than anybody in this game is um, Jamison Williamson. I'm very interested in him. I'm interested in that price that he has and and what Minnesota does. They do a lot of blitzing. And I think they're going to be throwing a lot. I think they're going to be going uh, when they blitz. I think they got special packages for Jamison Williamson. As you as see, what I was really encouraged by was he had seven targets in his last game. And I think this is the perfect defense for his skill set, for what they do. And when they blitz, just like you saw with um, T. Higgins, you know, um, that past week, I think they could get burnt by Williamson. I do like Williamson. I like Williamson. Uh, a lot, and I do like Jefferson. I think this is an interesting spot for Jefferson with Mullins because the way you beat, how do you beat? You know, so how do you beat? How do you beat Detroit? You beat them by the pass. You know, it's not about a run. You beat them by the pass. Now, I'm not going to be as interested as other people in this game because I like other games a little bit better. But you, I am definitely interested because I am definitely not going back to Laporta after that three touchdown game. You know, right there. No, thank you. I got two more Titans I like better than Laporta this week. But um, Jameson Williamson is my guy from this game for Detroit. Swami, I mentioned the same thing. Jameson Williams uh, is in a good spot. Now, could you correlate him with Jefferson? Will you just play him or Reynolds? You mentioned Reynolds. I think people overlook Josh Reynolds a little bit. Or is this a game that you're just worried that maybe this could be the golf stinker of 212 yards and one touchdown? I think I played Venus or Serena Williams before I played Jamison Williams. Not sure what you guys are seeing there. Um, I, I have very little interest in this game. Um, Jefferson, I get it. Folks are excited about Addison. I think this might be one of those division kind of slug fest. I have probably more interest in Greg Joseph and the Vikings defense than I do most of these offensive players. If you uh, Jefferson... I think has the best matchup, but again, when that him and that quarterback haven't really shown us anything, and, I, and I'm cautious about paying up 
for anybody who we don't think is in a smash spot. Um, you can make an argument maybe for Gibbs. You can make an argument for Jamison or Williams. But I'm not interested in any of those arguments and for that reason. Does Mrs. Slummy know that you want to play with Serena Williams? <laughs> I'm just asking. Hey, okay. hey, Serena Williams is not a bad place to play with. <laughs> so they're not there. All right. Uh, but geez, I got some cheeks. Seattle against Tennessee. My man Trevor Hillstrom, trust in Trevor. He mentioned, Willie, that he kind of likes Gino to DK. Do you like Gino to DK? Do you like Gino to Lockett? Do you like Gino? Do you like Kenneth Walker? Do you like Derrick Henry? What do you like in here, if anything? Um, uh, I, I'd rather play um, – I ain't not playing Gino, man. I, I, I get it. Man, G, listen, Gino go pull a hamstring – in a second, and do lock being there. Listen, they got me anyway on that last game. The Rascals, when I put Gino in, when I saw he was active and then he played, man, I, you know what? It's a great play, but y'all can have this game. No thank you on this game. Swami, I know you like this game a little bit. I like this game in that nobody's looking at this game. This is the game that you pass over, but I'm not sure it's a great game. What are your thoughts? For, now, this is a game that I think is a little bit sneakier, and I'm giving this one uh, a second look. The first, My first impression of this game is I think Hopkins and Lockett are men of interest. You look a little further, and then I think that DK and maybe the running backs will be very interesting. I definitely like Walker. So if this game can have a little bit of back and forth, um, I'm not sure. I think I think Levis is supposed to play right now, but it was some concern about him and if he would go. Tannehill no, he's might. not. Uh, Asa Hill is a quarterback. If, if, if Are you sure about that? Is that 100? percent From the last thing I look at, it, it don't. I don't think it looks good for him to quarterback. Quite, so, he, he did a limited practice. He is officially questionable. So I think I think this game could be very interesting. I think that would mean that, you know, maybe a Congo, maybe Hopkins. I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not as down on Tannehill as some folks. I don't think that Levis was a, a huge, you know, he wasn't much better. So these guys would all still be in play for me. I got a lot of interest. Tannehill hasn't been good since that playoff game. I think he's still going to therapy for that one. Tell him. Doc, what happens when you give all the talent away is what you see. I don't care what quarterback it is. If you let those kind of guys go and you bring in nothing, you bring in me and Willie, good luck. No, it's true. It's totally true. I, I mean, I, I'm with you. All right. Indianapolis and Atlanta. This game has some sneak factor. Vegas says it's 44 and a half, which seems like a big number when you have Taylor Heineke going up against Gardner Minshew. Right, so it just feels like, what does Vegas know that we don't know? Now, I'm going to throw out some plays I think are interesting. Jonathan Taylor's in play. All right, no doubt. Michael Pittman, I expect to play. I think Josh Downs is sneaky. On the other side, I think B. John Robinson's going to have a better week. I don't think it can be worse. I don't think B. John can be worse than he's been. Uh, Drake London, all one number one receivers do well against Indianapolis. 
Swami, are you buying into anything I'm selling? Not just no, Doc, but hell no. I don't want none of these jokers. Cheeks! I think they all stink. And the only, I tried to convince myself to maybe Drake London. I'm definitely not convinced myself for nobody else. And you know why? You know the biggest reason why I was? Is because these two teams play a little bit of defense. And they play less offense than they do defense, both teams. Bijan crossed my mind. Pittman, the way that he's been playing that connection, crossed my mind. And they all kept on going, Doc. No, thank you. I'll let Walls have this one. So Bijan went like this. Bijan. Is right or wrong? As long as they got off the Smith back there, Mr. Mr. Astermine, I am not interested in these guys. I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, yeah, season long, play both of them. You got to in season long, which I do, and it's, and it's terrible. I feel bad about it. But in order for me to move on, I hope the bats do something. In terms of DFS, no. Hell no. I think no, I think both defenses are better than what you're gonna face with the quarterbacks. No, thank you. I, and uh, I agree. He said, well, Herbert, if if what's the name is out of that game, I am I got definite interest in Herbert if I'm um uh, if Foreman is out in this game against Arizona. I agree. Good card. Foreman. Foreman. Yeah, Foreman, Foreman is dealing with personal right now. Did y'all yeah. switch teams? No, no, no. Yeah, we switched teams. I, I put, I put up, I put a thing on here from Lathan. All right, we'll get to that. I was agreeing with him. If, right. you know, we'll if, 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 yeah. You just went out. You went out of order for Swami. He he likes order, but come on. The military man, he needs order at all times. Thanks. All right, you got it. All right, let's get to Jacksonville at Tampa Bay. I love Tampa Bay this week, guys. I love Tampa Bay. Jacksonville's pass defense has been awful. You've got Baker, who people still don't appreciate. Mike Evans feels like he's, he's due for another big game there. Kate Otten, nobody wants to play the dude's 3,200. Rashad White is the most expensive running back on the slate, but he's only 7,400 when we've seen Christian McCaffrey be 9,500. 9, so, Swami, are we getting a deal here? Are we bringing you back with Ridley? Or are we bringing you back with another receiver? I think, Doc, I like this game a lot as well. If Trevor Lawrence plays. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, then i got to put a little bit of an asterisk next to it. And the reason why is because, hey, CJ, we don't know quite all we get. But with him in there, man, this could be a great game. I'm talking about it'll be a track meet, Doc. If you can get up to it, go. <laughs> because that will be a fun one to watch if, if I think if Lawrence plays. I think if he doesn't, it, it, it makes me feel like we might not get the back and forth that we need in the game. But if he's in there, I like ETN. I think he's in a good spot. Obviously, I like Mayfield. I think Ingram's in a good spot. I already mentioned Parker Washington. I think Evans, Otten, and Godwin. So what does that take? We like the ball. And then when White is the guy who's who's bringing up the rear, um, Ridley I think is okay from a matchup perspective, but because of his price, I would even include him in that mix, like the game. 
Well, they do pay up for Rashad White this week or at 7,400. It's a little too much against Jacksonville, who's been good against running, running backs. I, I, I think he's a play regardless. I mean, but he's not one of my cores this week. You know, I think I'm 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 doing more of the pay down this week, you know, for for running back. But you know, you can interest me in Mike Evans. Um, I I I definitely I, I think Auden is a very sneaky play. Jacksonville in the last two weeks has given up over 20 points to the tight end. And I think Auden, you know, he's been he hasn't been anything spectacular. And even though, like I said, he's not gonna be a core. But I think he, you know, he he does have the, uh, you know, with Baker stacks. I think he works with Mike Evans and and Otten. You know, I, I like pairing those two together. You know, to do that. And, but and because of that reason, Doc White becomes a play more in the passing game. If you look at a lot of the work that he's been doing, it's been him and James Cook have been feasting on these routes going down the field, up the seam, um, a lot of screens. So it's not just you know him running the ball. They got him involved in the passing game. And guess what? You got to cover Godwin and Mike Evans. So a lot of times, you know, he's the person getting the rock and uh, making the most of them. Now, Sonny, I have White in, a, in almost all my seasonal leagues. My only problem is if you look at the numbers, and this has been crazy, he's recently 2-3-2-2. Two, two, two. He's maximized his receptions, but he's not getting six and seven receptions. Is this the game where he gets six and seven receptions? I can, with Lawrence in there, a little bit back and forth, maybe. But he's also the guy who, because of play calling, the way that they're scheming and drawing things up, which is always a bonus, he's getting it done, right? That's a testament to the, the, the right calls at the right time. The screen when when the defense isn't thinking screen and what do you know he makes a move make a guy miss he's in the end zone the right play now he's splitting the safeties and he's going in I I take the right plays at the right time than I would a bunch of you know check down Charlie stuff uh, I, I, I I'm gonna I'm, I'm disagree on that because it, it it's gonna it's gonna regress you can't always be that efficient you're gonna need the 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 thing that you also need is targets targets and targets somebody I, I will take somebody that that is good that's getting nine targets over somebody that that's efficient that get three targets because it's not going to always run hot like that but he's now, getting touches. Think, Rashad White, huh? he's getting I touches do, I do like, by getting three targets he's a guy involved in an offense he's just getting I, I, I get what you're saying but it's also still about targets you know, a certain amount of targets mean a certain amount of points. So you can't forget that. Look, I watch him because I have him in all my leagues. He gets like two or three targets, and he scores touchdowns on them. I want five or six targets. They, they seem to be going more to Godwin and more to more to Evans, and they're not looking to White as much as I think they should. And, 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 the, and the, reason I, the reason I say that, because his price is going up every slate. You understand what I'm saying? He's, you know, because I mean – but we can't just apply this wide receiver logic. He's still getting 21 carries, 25 carries, and 20 carries to go with that. His touches are tremendous. So tremendous. please, not talk about him like he's some receiver. He's oh, I know. Listen, I, I disagree getting, with you. Or, or I disagree. Or I, I think Jacksonville's defense is okay. I mean, but I think you can run. Why run on pass? Why against the pass? Yeah, but 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 but. The oh 20, no, not against the not against the pass. They. They're better against the run. 
But I want yeah. you to acknowledge the 25 carries that go along with Oh, the no, I'm not. Listen, I, you know I play white. But I'm just saying his price is rising up. That's my only point. But, but and Jacksonville is better against the run than the pass. So they might be doing more passing in this game. That's the only point. I don't well, like his targets to get in this thing. What Tampa does, it's a lot like Green Bay used to do. Tampa will run the ball to White even if he get he can get 21 carries for 58 yards. Even if he's not doing anything, they just give, give, give him the ball. What I want to see is 16 carries and seven targets. If I see 16 carries and seven targets, White's worth 7,400. If I see 21 carries and two targets, he's not. No, because no, Swami, what, what you're not taking in, in, in consideration – Get him in space. I bet I bet you if the San Francisco coordinator had this dude, he will give him a minimum nine targets. You, you, put, me, you put White in space, man, White look, is – man, White could be you're, better than what he is. No, 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 Doc. That, that 15, I know those games you're talking about. His last four games, he's rushed for over 100 yards in two of the games. He scored three rushing touchdowns. He's had almost 90 yards in one and 84 in the other one. These rules don't apply to him in this offense. His usage is where it needs to be. You're talking about in general. But I'm talking about White. He's getting it done. And look yeah. at this. We're this, not saying he's not getting it done, but what we're saying is a regression. You're not going to always score like that. You, you need always, you, the targets, though. That's what we're saying. When the offense you is can't playing, just well, live on two targets and you keep raising his price up. You Listen, look at the slate. You keep talking about his price. There's no McCaffrey on this slate. There's nobody else to play. This thing is paper thin. You have to take it all into consideration, not just looking at these, these things in a silo. He is playing well, and almost nobody else is. He's getting the touches. He has the usage, and the offense is playing well. He's a man of interest. I'm not I, saying he's the, not What I'm seeing right here. What? All right, but Swipe, White is going to be, as of right now, what I'm seeing the most accurate numbers, about 22% owned. It's a little heavy. A little heavy in 22. That's a little heavy, I think. I don't have that. That's that's real heavy. I don't know if I – I don't that's know. That's the projections I see here, the ones I trust the most. Well, I have him at about 22. That's fine. I, I didn't have him at one out of four, Walls. I don't know if you got it. Hold that much. Bro. No, I don't. I mean, because I'm, you know. But he's a player. I could be, I could be wrong. Well, I, the projections here are pretty, pretty. You know, they could be off a little bit. I'll get, but let's say it's eighteen. You still want him at eighteen percent? No, sir. No, right. Way. No, no, no. All right. Let's get to um, Arizona and Chicago. This game, I think, has some nuclear possibilities here. Justin Fields is in a spot. DJ Moore is in a spot. I think Lathan is right. I think Khalil Herbert, if Foreman is out, but not if Foreman plays, I wouldn't touch it. Darnell Mooney could make a big catch downfield. For the other side, Trey McBride is going to be in the middle of the field catching passes all game long. And I think James Conner super sneaky in these cold weather games. He shows up. Willie, are you buying into either team this weekend? I like the Bears defense too. Yeah, no, no. Bears defense is always interesting to me, but I'll tell you, the stack that I like the most in this game, now I will play, I will play, um, if, if Herbert, like I said, if Foreman is out, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have Herbert in most of my lineups. So I'll tell you that right now. 
I love Justin Fields in this game. This is a this is finally a Justin Fields game. And I, I will I will have DJ Moore in every lineup that I that I make this week. He's a lock button. Okay. Justin Fields, DJ Moore, and it's a great run back with McBride. Middle of the field, that's how you beat Chicago. I love McBride. That's why I do like the two tight end on I like the two tight end sets this week with Njoku and McBride. But I love I love those parents right there. I love Justin. I, you know, I, I think he's going to run against Arizona. I mean, Fields is going to have a field that he's finally going to feel like he's been that because he's gone against some rough defenses the last few weeks. But this is the matchup for Fields against Arizona, and you could run back. Like I said, McBride is my favorite run back, but I'm not I'm not ashamed of Michael Wilson. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not afraid of that. You know, I think that's okay. I mean, James Conner has been, you know, he's. You know, I don't know. I don't know about James Conner, but definitely McBride is a man of interest to me. And I love DJ Moore is going to be in all my lineups. And I do like Mooney. Mooney, Mooney is a, Mooney's a play, too. Mooney's in play. If you're looking, he's like that Jamison Williams. He can boom with one big play because Arizona's not paying attention and he's catching a bomb there. Swami, I think when we're looking at the lineup that's winning a million, if we did an optimal lineup simulation, if we went to the Sims, I think Justin Fields and DJ Moore and McBride, that stack is popping all over the place. Are you in or out? Doc, not just no, but hell no, Doc. Doc, I started to wear a couple of eye patches in here today. And not, and no, not because I didn't see James Cook being able to do that against the Cowboys, but that's one of the reasons. It was mostly because of the referees. And last time I tried to get my public service announcement, you guys poo-pooed all over it. And then I showed Willie. I said, did you see the play, Doc, with Calvin Ridley in the back of the end zone? And they made up that goofy little narrative about, well, 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 we, we got to go with the call on the field. It was exactly what I was talking about. You say, Swami, what does that got to do with this game? It has everything to do with it because I've only missed on one of these plays all year, and it was Mr. James Cook. And what I'm talking about is there's no way I'm locking in any of the aforementioned. No way. The only ones that I'll consider in this game are the tight ends. So it's week 16. I'm exactly 1-15. James Cook has broke the streak. When I tell you, stay away from this goofy, goofy scenario of locking these guys in. Why? 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 I, I just I don't I don't I don't see it, Doc. I don't like these guys that much. I just don't. I don't see it. I can't I cannot there's no way that they haven't like fields coming with eleven points in Cleveland, you'll say they tough. Twelve points in Minnesota, you'll say they tough. He had two games against Detroit, all tough, all kind of tough division. Hey, what's going on, Dan? All tough kind of division games except for Cleveland. And now this week you got Arizona. And it's like, hey, how has Arizona been playing? Arizona's been playing mm, other than San Francisco a little bit. Uh, you know, they gave up to the Rams. They gave up to San Francisco, two offenses that play well. Pittsburgh and Houston. And and I think that Chicago is somewhere more close to the Pittsburgh-Houston game. I, I don't see the points here, guys. I just don't. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I'll be 2-15. and 15. Look, is it me or does, San, does Arizona let up? point let other opposing quarterbacks do well against Arizona week in and week out. They get lit up. They, they get, get lit up. up. Arizona they get lit up. I disagree. We listen, 
I'm going to I'm going to have DJ Moore in every lineup that I have on DraftKings as well as FanDuel. I think I, 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 I this, this I'm telling you I think Fields might have 30 points in this game. You know, who, who, let, I think him, who might, let him up? Just huh? Just, I just who let him up? Uh, I saw Purdy. I saw somebody let him up last week. Brock Purdy, Joe Flacco, Willie Walls. Everybody likes him up. Purdy potential MVP kind of candidate, maybe one of the best offenses in the league. Matthew Stafford, one of the best offenses in the league, a lot of weapons. And then you got a lot of folks who maybe didn't do so well against them. So that's why I'm asked who. And they play well and tough in those games. The who we, we can throw out Pittsburgh, maybe. Say y'all don't like the 10 points that they put up. Let's throw that out. No, you All can't. Right? You can't, you can't, you can't look at Pittsburgh and there and there. Come on, man. You can't they you are, can't look, you can't look at Pittsburgh. Are much closer to Pittsburgh than they are San Francisco. Much closer. So Swami, I'm looking here, okay? Purdy lit him up. Pickett stinks. Stafford lit him up. CJ Stroud lit him up. Heineke stinks. Deshaun Watson lit him up. Lamar Jackson was not great. Right. So so that that was the week. That was the week that Gus Edwards scored like eight touchdowns. Right. Baltimore still had 30 points. But we're talking about the teams that are playing well. And offenses with a lot of weapons and a lot of threats that were balanced, right? And now we're talking about a team that cannot, meaning the Bears have not demonstrated the ability to be able to run the ball. They have sputtered along passing, and the only highlight has been more. And it's going to be cold. Yeah, all reasons, all reasons to not love this game. No, so that's why I like them even more. You got a team that's a dome team coming up. Coming I think Justin Fields is going to have a game. I mean, I think Justin Fields can, can – I think Justin Fields has a possibility to throw for two touchdowns and run for two touchdowns. That's look, this I like week, Justin Fields in this game. Look, if I, so if I play three lineups, which I do, I have to have one that is Justin Fields. Have to. Because when I look at the slate and I say to myself, who is the nuclear 30-point quarterback? How many quarterbacks on this slate hit 30? That's, that's if you put me in the who has the potential to go to thirty, it would be Fields, and I think it would be, it would, and that's based on his potential. But I think when I look at these numbers, is this Arizona ranked ninth, allowing only two hundred and fourteen yards passing the last nine, ranked first, only allowing twenty eight attempts in the last nine. They allowing twenty seven percent less attempts went away. That, that I'm talking about the stats are against him. He doesn't. No, I'm going back to my original question. Tell me the quarterback on this slate. And look, I like Baker as much as you do. I do. But what is Baker going to put? 260 and three? That's still what? 12, 25 points. Only Fields is a 30 point nuclear option. He's a nuclear option. If you told me who could go for 30 on this slate, for me, it would be Fields, Prescott, and maybe Baker. I don't. I don't. So then, why the, isn't Fields a play in this game? Then that don't make sense. Just because I feel like he's the only person, it speaks more to the rest of the slate being poo-poo, not him. Me thinking. Yes. He's yes. Agreed. 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 And that's why McBride is in play because how many tight ends can go for twenty? So if you have Fields and McBride. You're looking at a potential of 50 points right there. I'm not saying you're getting it, 
but how many other combinations like that get you 50? Right, but Fields hasn't thrown for more than one touchdown in the last, in his last four games, and he's got more, um, I think, probably interceptions. Look, look, look at his matchup. His matchup. Look at his matchups he had. Going against tougher defenses. Oh, okay. Well, everybody All right. We respect you, Swami. You know we love you. And if you say no, I'm listening to you, right? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying – Man, it feels really clear to me that this guy's in a nut matchup. Something, something, something feels like he'll score. I believe he'll score. I believe the Bears are probably still favorite for me and others to win. I just don't know if this feels like a 40-point game, a 30-point game. It feels like he'll come somewhere around 18. That's what it feels All like. Right. Let's get to this last game here. Dallas and Miami. This is a 50-point spot here. I'm telling you, I think Tyreek Hill shows up. It's Christmas Eve. He don't want to play. He's going to want people to watch him. Willie, there's a lot of points in this game, but there's a lot of high salaries in this game. Dak, Tua, Chan, Mostert, Lamb. I, don't, I can't see how I get any of these guys in my lineup. I just don't know how I can afford them. Tell me if you like the game and tell me if you paint up. Yeah, I mean, that's why I said that if you use the Flacco combination, you know, you know, at that price point, then you could get some players in this game. Because, I mean, because what's not going to happen is I don't think Dak is going to have another game like he had. I mean, Dak had a horrible game, you know. So now if you ask me, am I paying up for Dak in this slate? No, I, th- I think I could get better value in other places. And I agree with you, their prices, but I do like one-offs. I do, I do, I mean, I do like, you know, Lamb in the spot. I think Moser is in an interesting spot because I think one thing that people might start doing is 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 if if especially when you run ahead, you could run against Dallas. You could run against Dallas. So I think you know, people might start, you know, you know how people uh copy and paste, you know, stuff that happens. So I do think there are plays in this game, but I'm with you. I'm not going to game sack this game. I'm not because I don't think I, 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 I respect both defenses too much to game sack this game. Now, to be honest with you, but I'm just saying there's going to be pieces like I think uh, pieces like Ferguson is a good play in this. Like this, this will be like a Ferguson type of game or something like that. I think it could be um it could be the other receivers that might do it that you can play, you know, so. That's what I think you got to look at in this game. I, but I am not liking if, – if you stack Lamb and you stack Hill, you ain't got no money. <laughs> you ain't got no money left. You know, so, I mean, I agree. Those, those prices are, are absorbent. But I like pieces of this game. But this is not going to be my main game I stack because the, I think the prices are, are real. You know, and I think I respect both defenses more than what these prices are showing. Swami, I feel like this game could go off because these two defenses could be good, but we've seen these two defenses be bad. And when these guys, I mean, it just feels like Dallas is going to play better this week, and Miami's always in play to put up 27 points, but they've let Tennessee score 27 points. So I feel like I don't, but I don't know how to play this game. I don't see how I stack it unless I'm literally going with Parker Washington and Jamison Williams and Willie Walls as my wide receivers. Doc, just call me the Grinch today. 
Not that I'm not seeing it. I think that urban legend, I don't even know where folks can get James Cook had the best running game since probably OJ goddamn Simpson. That was an anomaly. It was a complete total anomaly. Nobody's running against the Cowboys like that. Nobody did. Nobody did. Philly didn't do it. Seattle didn't do it. Washington didn't do it. Carolina didn't do it. Nobody's done it. You got one guy who played out his mind, and all of a sudden, you can run on the Cowboys. Show me who's done it. I'll wait, Walls, while you pull that stat together because you're going to have to get it out of your fourth point of contact. It doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. For that reason, when the, when the Dolphins are playing well, they're balanced and able to run the ball and get the play action going. I think when they struggle is when they can't do those two things. And I think for that reason, this week they'll struggle. I hope Tyreek Hill plays because he gives them a shot. If he doesn't, it's not going to be that same thing we've seen where they was able to get away with a game without him. They'll look bad, and this game will look bad. The Cowboys were embarrassed. They're going to get it going, and I think that this game is going to probably be lopsided. Over. Wow. All right. Willie Waltz. Any more comments on that, or are you ready to move yeah, on? Yeah, I mean, I just think that – I think you the way you beat Dallas is running ball. I'm not saying – Mosley is not a – but I'm just telling you, you can run against Cowboys, especially since they lost that middle linebacker. The, so goal, the whole, point, Give me the whole point that I'm saying is this. I don't like this game because I think the prices are, are more than what I want to pay. So I will let other people take their lineups by paying up, paying up. Like I said, you know, so this is – this is this is not a – this is not a – this is not a play for me. But I'm well, just saying, but where Doc is saying we can shoot out, we can see right. that. Where, where as a scenario, there, I just don't, I don't like it if, um, if it's going to if it's going to depend on their ability to run the ball against Dallas and just run them over. And no, I don't no, think well, physical as Buffalo yeah, they won't have the weather and they won't have the referees. I just don't think. Yeah. That. yeah. All right, Danny Herrera asks. Mayfield or Fields? Swami, Mayfield or Fields? Mayfield. It's not close for me. Willie? Fields. Fields got more upside. He just went off. I'm telling you, you know how this thing worked. What will happen is Rashad White will rush for three touchdowns and make a throw for one. And then, you know, Fields had two subpar games. And I just think Fields, for me, if you had to put my life on the line and you had a gun who got more upside – Going against this team with Arizona playing in the cold, I'm going with Mr. Fields. I'm going to give Baker an eight and a half out of ten. I'm going to give Fields a nine. I'll go Baker by just. I'm going to have to play him because you guys love him, but I'm going to play him under protest. No, if you win big, we want ten percent each. Just like you, just like you, you play what's the name on the protest for Buffalo? You played him under protest, but it, yeah, it worked I out. I played him under protest. Doc, 10% is steep because you went big, you're in there for sure. All right, just because we, I mean, we're, we're dropping the knowledge and you have, you're receiving it. Y'all can split the 10%. Then. <laughs> Man, they got cheap on us, didn't they, Willie? All right, let's get to the stacks here. Willie, who's your stack of the weekend? I, I gave it to you earlier Flacco, the Joku, and um, Cooper. That's my stack for, that's my stack, you know, my $100 stack. For this for this week, Swami, who's your hundred dollar stack? Like always, Doc. First, let me comment on his stack. Um, he already took a little cheap way out, but what I do like about it 
is that he picked Flacco. And as critical as I am of, of Joe Flacco from those heartbreaking days of the Ravens when he wasn't, um, you know, winning and he was throwing picks and having followed, you know, Steelers do all types of things. Anyway, so he played those same Chicago Bears, even though he threw three picks and he looked, he had, he, he, he was Joe Flacco most of the game, the one that I know. He still threw up for 374 yards and had a couple of touchdowns. He still threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns against the same tough Jacksonville Jaguars defense that y'all talking about that my Baker Mayfield has to play against this week. What's my point? My point is when he played tough defenses, he went for over 300 yards and threw for three touchdowns. And I don't like him at all. Some kind of way when this guy who's barely throwing for 200 yards and barely having one interception, I mean one touchdown when he plays tough defenses, it's all kind of confidence in him. So I get the flack up. I don't get the other guys not doing it, even against tough defenses. Joe Flacco, they pulled him out of a Kroger supermarket. He threw for 374 yards. Your quarterback hasn't had 374 yards in three games. None. All right, so who's your stack, Swami? All right. My stack, obviously, is my guy, Baker Mayfield. But I won't just give you that one because I think people can see that one. It's a little high. I won't do that to you. There's no Willie Walls here. Might be my partner. Yeah, but that's why I'm going with Flacco. And he's going to put more egg on your face when he plays he, against Houston. And he, he, he will put more egg on your face. Like always, he's had he's done it for three games in a row. Everybody can see it. I got a call from Stevie Wonder. He's took Flacco. You're not doing anything special. Who I'm going with this week, Doc, is I'm taking that guy, Geno Smith who your buddy talked about earlier, and give me Walker and give me Lockett to go with it. Now, that's a Swami says. That is a Swami stack. That is a Swami. Yeah, All right, I'm going to give you. Go ahead. I like, I like the Baker stack with Baker and Evans and Cotton. I do. I like the field stack there with Fields and DJ Moore. I love that stack. I, add commit to that, Doc. Y'all add commit. I'll give you two more ridiculous stacks. Just, you know, you want to light money on fire stacks. One, I like Nick Mullins with Ty Chandler and Justin Jefferson. That's I can see that. And now this is the stack, the poo-poo of the week, where Willie starts gagging. Taylor Heineke, B. John Robinson, Drake London stack. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. This is the... Wait, take the $3 and just poof it up like that. No. Here's why. Taylor Heineke's 4800 If we think B. John's going to have a better weekly middle and Drake and the Colts can't stop a number one receiver, I can get those three guys and then just put everybody else who's expensive in my lineup. Try it. See if you like it. If that game is a game theory where that game could shoot out, I agree that London's in a good spot, um, even though he only had three – you know, targets, I think, last week. But I think that was mostly because of the weather and the way that, you know, the game, you know, that little bit of storm. That was soon, Swami. They had a tropical storm in Carolina. But but the one that concerns me about your stack, or the two, would be most Ritter and his decision-making in that game. And then, for some reason, Robinson, I don't know what he did to these guys. <laughs> I don't. He's parked in somebody's parking spot. He's ate the last piece of pie. They do not. They have brought Cordell Patterson in there. Look, I'm just saying, I'm not saying to do it, but you know how there's Listen. like 287,000 people in the contest? Mm -hmm. they Sometimes don't you can be a little nuts. This is the little nutty lineup. 
Okay. They don't call. They it's don't call. Vi it's viable though, Doc. They do have the, the ability to explode. So I, I, I do. You, do you, this is a big lineup. This is a stupid lineup. Do you know what Heineke's middle name is? Suck. Medicine ball. Because he throws up a lot of medicine balls. And then, and the one thing I'll say about the Colts defense, they are they are a hawking defense. They their defense make plays. So I'm not saying this is good. I'm just saying it's the three dollars in a dream line. Now Adam Rivera it's has a bomb stat. I get it. All right. So Adam Rivera says, why Herbert over Roshan if there's no foreman? Because Roshan is not getting the touches. I, I I would probably say Roshan over Herbert because Roshan is getting all of the targets out of the backfield and he's doing a little bit more with his touches than anybody else in that backfield, and that would include Herbert. So I would go Roshan. I, right. I'm going to be honest I, I, with you. I wouldn't touch it. If if, if Foreman not playing, I, I wouldn't touch it because you don't know where it's going. Did you say you like Herbert in every lineup? I did, but I thought That's about like it. Willie. Yeah, I know. I thought about it. Now that I thought about it. But I, why would I need to go there when I could go to Hubbard that I know is going to get the ball right. 20 right. times? I agree I agree. You know, so no, look, the, one thing about the one thing about Komet that's interesting is Komet catches touchdowns. If Fields has a good game, usually Komet has the good game. Right. Agreed. But you know what I'm saying, Doc? That's the reason I thought about it. Because Rashad White gets 27 touches. You got Singletary that's going to get 27 touches. So okay. why would I go to a backfield that's good? That, I know for, if Foreman plays, he gets the touches. But if it doesn't play, it's Russian roulette. Singletary gets so many touches. All right, Swami says the pick of the week. Who do you got, my friend? Thinking with my guy Tyler Lockett this week. Swami says. Now, I'm expecting a little bit more back and forth in this game. I think we can get it. And um, and for that reason, I think Lockett could, um, you know, emerge as one of those plays. Now, I am cautious about him because – there's a, couple, there's a little bit uncertainty around the game and his QB, but I think I'm, I'm going to stick with my guns this week. You're talking like about the side of your neck. You just gave us I, that stat, and now you're saying some uncertainty. I, I am, sir, but I'm, 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 I'm being transparent and open with the You're fans. being more ass-parent. You're being well, ass-parent, sir. Well, we'll see. Is it Odell and Oliver? I mean, what's going on here? Yeah, I, I don't know who he is. He's talking. I named him Oliver. Now that's going to stick. All right, Willie, who's the balls to the walls call from Willie Walls? See, last week, who was it? It was my man from the Rams, and he came through. This week, so Jameson Williamson. James, Jameson Williamson and Kate Otten. Stop stealing my guys. Oh, my God. I like both those guys. I like them both. They're both in my lineups this week. Big thief. And a chalk, a chalkboard. My goodness. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jamison Williamson is not chalk. Sir, you heard Doc talking about Jamison all week. First look, radio, everything that he No, no, no. I, I've, already, I've already had that. He is not chalk. Uh, uh, poo. Look, look, look it up. You look up Jamison Williamson and see what it is. 2% is chalk? No, no I sir. said Doc talking about him all week. And then here you come. I, I, yeah, but, but whoa, 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 whoa. I think. Me and Doc, just like we like um, Fields. Because Doc likes somebody, I can't like him. 
Oh, you did. Doc, you see what and, he did. And, and, and then I gave you some stats. I'm, I'm, I'm very upset about the, the Jameson Williams thing. I call that sucker on Wednesday night on first look. I call it. Exactly. Exactly. Call that sucker early in the week. All right, I'll give you one more because Willie stole my guys in the Christmas spirit there. He stole my dudes. I'll give you one dude that nobody's talking about, Swami. How about in that Seattle-Tennessee game? How about a bring back with Traylon Burks? <laughs> well, I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Maybe I had too much eggnog. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's too much eggnog. See? Check this out. Brian Freeman just said, how about Burks? He's sneaky. Look at that. We're playing. I like Burks as much as I like Williams. So you good. I would play Burke and Ernie before I play Traylon Burke. No, hey, I'll take hey, and this I'll let you have Jameis. I'll take Washington, Washington for um, Washington for Jacksonville. Oh, so he's other guy. Okay, all right. Well, he's Parker Washington versus Williams. I get Jameis Williamson, Jameson Williams. I'm saying what's up, Jameson Williams. What's up with that? All right, I love him. I like. All right, better pick. I just like to go with Lawrence. I agree. All right, Swami and Willie, I wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. I hope Santa hooks you both up. Enjoy the time with your family. And good luck tomorrow. To everybody out there, say Merry Christmas to you and good luck in the games. Hopefully somebody out here is listening is making a million. And then don't forget your friends, Doc, Willie, and Swami, and we'll just say 5%. Is that fair? Of the million, is that fair? That's, that's fair, Doc. T-shirt, hat, we'll take it. Exactly, exactly. All right, for Doc, Willie, and Swami, be well and take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care. The fields. I mean, James Cook.